Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Professor Frank Buckley of George Mason University created a stir this week in Canada and the United States with his New York Post column, Justin Trudeau finally gets the trade trouble he deserves, NAFTA. I spoke with the professor about this, and I think what you hear will be very interesting to you. So as the, I won't call it an impasse yet, but it's kind of looking like it, it's headed that way, between the Trump administration and Trudeau's crew in Ottawa uh, develops over the remnants of NAFTA. And we were just talking to Mark Warner about this in the last half hour. The, the trade lawyer was extremely unwise for Mr. Trudeau and for his foreign affairs minister, Christian Freeland, to take gratuitous pot shots at Donald Trump. They knew very well there was going to be a return fire. And here we are. I mean, Ms. Freeland in the U.S. talked about um, people who feel their economic future is in jeopardy, uh, turning to a, quote, demagogue who scapegoats the outsider, the other, whether it's immigrants at home or trading partners abroad. So there's no question about who Ms. Freeland had in mind, and there's no question about who Donald, that uh, Justin Trudeau has in mind when he pops off about Donald Trump. Donald Trump makes it very clear what he thinks of Justin Trudeau, but at least he names the guy. But here we are. We don't know where we stand with this trade agreement, um, whether we're going to have one or not. And according to uh, Professor Frank Buckley of George Mason University, law professor, uh, who created a stir this week in this country and the United States with his New York Post column, Justin Trudeau finally gets the trade trouble he deserves, NAFTA, um, Professor Buckley argues in his column, quote, with his insufferable moral arrogance, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has been cruising for a bruising and now he's gotten it. Professor Buckley's uh, new book is The Republican Workers' Party. I want to ask you about that book in a few minutes, Professor Buckley. But um, So he's been cruising for a bruising, and now he's gotten it. I, 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 I was listening to Mr. Trudeau over the last while talking about you know Canada's position in the trade deal and him vis-a-vis Donald Trump. I, I think he probably had a dream about the days when he was a bouncer, forgetting that he's not anymore. Do you, know, do, you well, know what I mean? do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, absolutely right. I mean, uh, it, it's really been a bit of, bit of a joke. You know, I don't know what to make of the Trudeau government and all of this. I mean, there are a couple of possibilities. One is just sheer stupidity by the Bollywood prime minister. The other possibility is, you know, they, they really weren't crazy about getting a trade deal after all, because how else do you explain the Trudeau government's decision to you know, stick a thumb in the eye or flip the bird at, at, at Donald Trump so often. I mean, you started out, you know, Canada said, you know, really, what's really important here is gender equality. Forget the auto, the auto trade. You know, then you had La Malbaie, which, which, which again was designed to infuriate Trump. 
you had Christia Freeland's speech, which you which you referred to. And by the way, after the speech, what happened in the White House is, is the White House said, right, we're not going to be talking to them. Let's switch over and talk to the Mexicans. And so you've got a, a, a trade deal with the Mexicans right now, which is on terms much less favorable to Canada than Canada would have wanted. And, uh, and so you have Christia Freeland, uh, you know, hanging outside the U.S. trade representative. I mean, she's been an embarrassment. Uh, she was the worst possible person to negotiate the deal. You're a Canadian, too. Yeah, I'm a dual, and in fact, I was a Canadian solely until 2014. I have written a number of books about Canada and the U.S., and by the way, in every respect, I said Canada was superior. Parliamentary institutions go down the line. Do you think this situation would have occurred at all, in any way, under Stephen Harper? No way. I mean, that... We would have had a trade deal so quickly, right? They would have got. I mean, they're different personalities, but uh, but you know, but Harper would have negotiated properly. I mean, there there wouldn't have been the moral arrogance. I mean, I remember how Stephen Harper refought the War of eighteen twelve. You know, with the Heritage Minutes, that's fine. But the guy's a sensible guy, and and wasn't didn't have an inflated ego. Did uh, did Donald Trump then, and you know Mr. Trump, and you wrote the speech for his son, Donald Jr., in the 2016 GOP convention, uh, did, did Mr. Trump take personally, and I mean personally, he seems to take a lot of things personally, but did he take very personally what both Justin Trudeau and Christian Freeland said, and let me just take this one step further, do you think he senses there is an alliance between what's left of the Obama crew, and Mr. Obama has, of course, stepped into the spotlight again, that there's an alliance, a, re- a remaining alliance, between Obama and Trudeau. Absolutely right. Uh, yes, he took Lamel Bay personally. Um, and as for Christian Freeland, I said before, uh, the White House just said, right, she, we're not going to see her again. Right? Let her deal with uh, Robert Lighthizer, yeah. the U.S. Trade Representative. So That's not good. Yeah, um, so it's it's not the sort of thing you do to a guy you're trying to negotiate with. I mean, this is, doesn't take too many brain cells. But, you know, here's w- what I'm getting at. This is not the Liberal Party of John Manley. I mean, it's not the Liberal Party of 20 years back. It's more like the Liberal Party of John Turner. Maybe they just don't like, you know, trade with the United States. I mean, they don't like the United States. And by the way... You know, speaking of their allies here, um, the message one heard from the Trudeau government uh, about eight months back is, don't worry, we're getting along really fine with people in Congress, by which she meant people like uh, Patrick Leahy or other Democrats in town. Yeah, Mr. Leahy from Vermont. I mean, it's, it's you know, yeah. <laughs> there's a, it's a very influential sheriff in town. It's a very influential state, the state of Vermont. Yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was it, it was really place. Um, the sort of thing which didn't make sense unless you start by saying, A, you've got some egomaniacs who want to flaunt their their woke political correctness, and they don't really care much about ordinary Canadian workers. I don't understand why you had such trouble with the CBC interviewer. Oh, me? Are you talking about my interview with them? Yeah. Oh. You sound perfectly irrational to me. Yeah, well, uh, actually, you know, what I was saying 
you know, I know this for the fact. I mean, what Trump wanted to do was emulate Canada. I mean, Trump wanted a Canadian-style corporate tax and got it. Trump wanted a Canadian-style immigration system. And Trump wanted a lower regulatory state of the kind you have in Canada. So I was, you know, I was saying all this great stuff about Canada, I thought. And, but, you know, but the idea was that I was saying anything positive about Trump was enough to send, send the CBC around the bend. Oh, definitely. Anything will send them around the bend. Now, Mr. Trump is not going to have it his own way, really, uh, entirely, is he? As far as NAFTA or son of NAFTA, whatever it's going to be called, is concerned. Because there are significant numbers of border states for whom Canada is the number one trading consideration and the number one trading partner. So they will be making themselves heard from. So how much of a factor is that for Donald Trump, regardless of his personal feelings about Mr. Trudeau or Ms. Freeland? Oh, yeah. It's not just the border states. It's 35 states. And more trade passes over the Ambassador Bridge than the U.S.'s total trade with Japan. Mm Mm-hmm. So economically, uh, this is a deal that should happen. Is there there a chance, again, you know Mr. Trump, is there a chance that he could say, because he's talked about ruination being the fact for Canada if he were to impose a 25% tariff on vehicles entering the U.S. from this country. Is there a chance that he would just turn his back and say, look, I did a deal with Mexico, I don't need Canada, Bye-bye. There is a chance. Um, if I were a betting person, I'd say it's less than 50%. I think uh, more than likely what's going to happen is uh, the supply management system for dairy products is, is going to go by the wayside. You know, yeah. Mind you, there's an election going on in Quebec right now, so <laughs> you have to make a show of trying to protect that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, cultural the cultural stuff, which was negotiated by Brian Mulroney, you know, with some difficulty in around 1988, um, that's about Canadian tea ripping off advertisers in the United States, roughly. It's not about your right to hear Stomp and Tom Connors, okay? Um, so that, that's something Canada may have to give on as well. Dispute resolution, um, well, you know, the fact is everybody cheats, so it's a good thing to have, and, and it can protect America as well. Yeah, I mean, there has to be so this resolution of a program in there. Uh, why did you call your book The Republican Workers' Party? Well, that, that was a line that uh, Trump used um, in, in uh, a, a, a CPAC convention back in 2017. What he meant was, look, I'm a jobs president. The one thing I really want to do is get people working again. And, and, and that's the most important thing. You know, if you had to write a program for what should the government do, it's not to give you moral lessons like the Trudeaus or to apologize all over the place. It's to provide jobs for Canada. And by the way, the latest jobs report in Canada wasn't that great. So, nope. you know, give us jobs, and after that, we can take care of ourselves. After you get jobs, what happens is you get married, you have kids, you have a family, you have a mortgage, you do all the things that make you moral. That's what the government should be doing. And, and he also was, and this is an important thing about Trump nobody really gets, Trump was a nationalist, which meant that he wanted to take care of ordinary uh, Americans. Uh, you know, really, I didn't talk to Trump about this. I talked to uh, his son-in-law, Jared, and I said, you know, the Canadian Medicare system, it's not as bad as people say. It's not nearly as bad as people say. You can make it better, for sure. 
right? Uh, you can take care of the wait times. I mean, with all the money America spends on health care, we should be able to do something way, way better than Obamacare. Um, and, uh, you know, and a few days later, Trump said, you know, I've heard good things about, uh, about Canadian Medicare, but we can do better. And that's really what you wanted, right? So the, the Trump message was, we're going to be the jobs party, and we're going to try to take care of national health. And you guys on the other side, you can have transgender bathrooms. You know, we'll give you that one. That's okay. Um, what happened with Trump is he was pulled over to the middle of the road or even left of center on economics. So the way to think of what happened with Trump is he was opposed to, he, you know, he had a, a cultural nationalist position as opposed to Hillary Clinton, but an economic nationalist position as opposed to the libertarians in the party, to the Ted, Ted Cruz's. It was a true two-front war. Mm-hmm. That's how you understand Trump. Okay. Can you stay? You know what he's like? Can you, can, you, can you stay a European few minutes? Conservatives. Yeah, can you stay a few minutes longer? Sure. Okay. Happy, happy to. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right. So let's get back to Professor Buckley. Um, Professor, where do you... Where do you see this going now? What do you, how do you see this issue being resolved? Does, does Donald Trump uh, remove himself as much as possible from the negotiating process with Canada? And is there some kind of deal that's made that Trudeau and Freeland will be not heard from as much as they have been? In order, because Mr. Trump has to consider the midterms as well. Well, I, I suspect that uh, there will be a deal, right? I'm... I, it, it it makes no sense to wrap that up. Um, about nine million American jobs depend upon trade with Canada. Uh, trade, you know, for whatever it's worth, Canada runs a trade surplus, or U.S. runs a trade surplus with with Canada on, in goods and services. So, you know, it's 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 a pretty stupid fight to 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 carry on. But your point and was your all, point was Trump didn't start it. Well, my point is Trump didn't start it, and, and, and he's probably wisely exploiting it to get the maximum advantage based on the stupidity of Canadian negotiators. That's what I would do in his case. I mean, I, look, I'm not advi- I haven't spoken to him about, about what's happening, uh, but, but that would be the intelligent thing to do, right? I mean, look, you guys have dug yourself into a hole. You've embarrassed yourself royally. So, uh, you know what? It's going to cost you here, there, and elsewhere, and... Uh, and so then it becomes a question of thinking of, you know, what is what is an America's interest here? And what's an America's, I mean, the supply management of small potatoes, so Canadians, I expect, will cave on that. Uh, but, the, you know, there are some details here and there where the Canadian government will have to give way. And, and basically what is happening is the, uh, you know, to the, to the extent that something is lost by Canada, Canada will be paying for the abysmal manner of negotiating the trade deal conducted by Freeland and Trudeau. Yeah, the assumption was always that Canada had a better relationship with Washington than Mexico said he did. I'm not so sure that's going to be the case going forward. In the short term. Yeah. In the short term. So so much for the three amigos. So much. No more donkey rides at sunset. <laughs> 
Well, you know, uh, by the way, you know, the, 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 the Mexicans, I guess. I didn't mean that as a poke at Mexico, by the way. I'm going to be accused what? of poking. I'm going to be accused of, of, of poking at Mexico. I, I wasn't doing that. Well, no, 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 you weren't. I mean, but, you know, the point is, I think the Mexicans were maybe just slightly annoyed at being condescended to by the Canadians. Yeah, you know, I think so. Further up north. I mean, uh, you know, if I were, I mean, the, the Mexicans played it very, very astutely, unlike the Canadians. Yeah, they did. They, they, they were very, Canada was a little too arrogant about it. And here now Mexico has the deal and Canada is waiting to create the deal with Donald Trump. Professor Buckley, thank you. Good talking to you. Appreciate the time today, sir. Okay, good stuff. Thank you. Bye-bye. Frank Buckley, professor at George Mason University Foundation of Law Professor. He was born in Canada as a dual citizen, and his book is The Republican Workers' Party. Hit up Apple Podcasts or Google Play and subscribe to The Roy Green Show Podcast. The Roy you want when you want it.